Welcome to Equipus Church, Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. Who's thankful for how God's made them? There's a few people. Who's thankful they're South African this morning? You know, I even saw when there was time to drop off the kids, there was a proud moment walking their child right across the front. It was good. Wear it, claim it. If you didn't get up early and you didn't know the score, it's okay. I may have spoiled it for you. Who's thankful for how God's created them? Sometimes it's hard to be thankful for who you are. Sometimes we find it hard because of it, like we feel like it's like you've got to, it's like you're, from a Kiwi point of view, we're. You can't celebrate what God's done and that tall poppy syndrome. And I really believe this morning God wants to celebrate you. Oh, we love Jesus and we worship Jesus and we thank Him that He's our Lord and our Savior. The Bible says, and maybe you've been a Christian for many years, but it says that He, he formed you in His image. In Psalm 139, it says that He, he, he knew you before you were born. He knitted you together. He made you perfect. So I just really believe this morning that you got to celebrate who you are. Celebrate your salvation in Jesus. Desiree was talking about that earlier in, in, in prayer meeting this morning at 9.15. Every week we have prayer meeting at 9.15. Just if you're unsure, we have prayer meeting at 9.15 and communion every week. But she was just talking about us, just thanking Jesus for our personal salvation in Him. And we thank you, Lord, for that. But just thank God for how he's created you. You know, red, yellow, black, and white, you're perfect in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Just before we get into the message this morning, if you feel comfortable, why don't you close your eyes? I just just want to pray. If you want to lift your hands, lift your hands. Whatever feels comfortable to receive. But I pray, Holy Spirit. For every single person here. Lord, you knew them before they were born. You knew them, Lord. You created them in your image. And Father, I thank you for the amazing creation in this room. The creations that we're connected to outside of this room. But Lord, I pray this morning that every single person would know your love your grace on their life, the giftings on their life, their call and their purpose is found in you. Lord, we thank you for who you've called us to be. In Jesus' name, we open up our heart to you. Holy Spirit, come and talk and minister to us in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody says, amen, amen. Smile and wave at someone. Give yourselves a, a pat on the back. Um, and grab yourselves a sleep. A, a, grab yourselves a sleep. No, grab yourselves a seat. <laughs> awesome. Well, w- welcome to church this morning. If you've been here in the last couple of weeks, you've been here more than me. And uh, we want to welcome you to church. And uh, we've got a great team here of people. And if you're looking for a church, we'd love to connect you in and. There's many ways you can do that. Obviously, we shared before earlier about grabbing the chocolate and the connection card, but hang around after the service and come and say hi to people and we'd love to get to know you. And if there's anything that we can do to serve you,
Uh, if you're looking for a church or wanting to get connected, please, we would love to serve you in that way. And it's been great over the last couple of weeks. Uh, has been part of the uh, being able to serve other churches uh, in and around our movement. I've been in, in the amazing Nelson and uh, where Pastor Catherine Tate is ministering and, and doing a great job up there and just seeing the church going from strength to strength. She's a, an amazing young lady and the church is uh, in its sort of early stages or, or it's in its, its smaller stages as, a, as, um, as, as attendance-wise. But man, is there a great heart up there. And so if you're ever in Nelson and, you, and you're looking to go to church on Sunday, make sure you get along to church in Nelson right now. They're doing church at three o'clock in the afternoon. And so um, I had to really work hard to sleep in and uh, work it out. It was all good. And so we're also praying that we will be able to get a venue to be able to do a 10 a.m. service. And so if you can carry that in your heart and in your prayers this week, that would be great as well. Um, also, prior to last week, I was in the amazing Timaru. Uh, who likes Timaru? Okay. Well... Everyone lift your hands right now. We need to pray. <laughs> um, well, well, just as an opportunity, we've, many of you, some of you may know this from over the past um, few years. Uh, it was Pastor Dave and Mayor Whitaker uh, was released and sent from this church up to Timaru over 10 years ago. And, and um, they led the church. But at the end of uh, last year, they really felt like moving on and uh, into a new season. Uh, Mayor is working in, for laid law. Uh, uh, Bible college, and Dave's up there studying again uh, in Christchurch. And so we needed some people to go into Timaru, and there's the, an, an amazing couple called Matt and Ali Ross, and they've just been journeying, and, and they just went on this, on this adventure of going, maybe this is what God wants us to do, is to step into leading the church, and, and they've been doing an amazing job and walking through it. But, you know, after com communication and, and talking with them, one of the things that they realized and it came apparent in their spirit, they said, you know what? I don't think we're like senior leadership people. I think for us, what we are is we're people that get in behind vision and serve and, and all that sort of stuff. And so I think that was an amazing decision, a very courageous decision. And so just through communication and journeying, we've decided that as a, as a church in Dunedin, what we're going to do is we're going to help resource the Timaru Church uh, in the next little while. How long? I don't know. It's all very fresh. And um, we're going to be sending team up there to help on a Sunday. And really, I, I love the fact that, you know, Isaiah 54 is about enlarging the place of our tent. And, and, and going further, and we just get an, uh, we have an amazing ability to serve in this season. And so um, we're, we're right now um, helping lead that church and helping bring direction to it as we look for people uh, who will take on the leadership of the church. And so that's pretty exciting. Um, I love who, who likes stretching a little bit further. Yeah, yeah, that was the answer I thought I'd get. Yeah, no one likes stretching. Um, but I, I really feel like this is a kingdom thing, and uh, they're connected into the life of the church. And so, you know what? Nothing like a road trip on a Sunday, and um, going from there. And so, even this morning, we've got Pastor Jason and Tammy. They're um, up in Timaru ministering, um, and I know that the Vickers 
were, uh, you know, went to Christchurch for the weekend, but then on their way home, let's stop in Timaru for, uh, for church. And so just a great way to connect and help bring a lift into that region. And we're really believing that God's going to do a, 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 like an amazing work there of just seeing people saved and like we're believing for in Dunedin, but it always takes that risk and that faith of stepping out, right? And so if you can join with us as we pray every week, we pray for Dunedin uh, and we pray for uh, Timaru and the other communities around, but just uh, pray for us uh, and pray for yourselves as we, as we serve that church. Is that cool? So uh, who likes a road trip? Put your hand up. All right, take a photo. Right. We'll go from there. So some very cool things coming up. Later on in the year, we've got one of the greatest things that I love doing every year. That's the India mission trip. And um, we've had a few people in the life of the church going on the mission trip. And um, this year, we've got a few people already lined up. But I want to encourage you, the India mission trip is an amazing trip. Um, some of you may know I was there a month ago and just talking with Pastor Banu and Dina. And, and they're doing an amazing job. But just, just really everything comes back to them. And so one of the things that we want to do is we want to help change the culture a little bit that, that, there's, you know, that we're all anointed and we're all graced. And, and for that church to grow further, they've got to see really people step into that place of pastoral care. And so there's lots of, lots of exciting things. It was really cool being able to see where um, all the kids' football stuff going on again and um, just seeing a whole lot of fun stuff there. Boys, girls, it's awesome. Um, being able to see the EduCare program, which is communicating and learning how to teach or teaching young kids who haven't made it into the school program, um, one, two, three, and ABC, just so we can get them up to a level of um, school grade so they can actually go to school. And it's an amazing opportunity, and every single day there's food given out, and, and, it's, and it's cool. And we have also that on our mobile bus. And, and so really, really cool things with... And another, um, another's, uh, what do you call it, area that we serve into is the older, older teenagers where, where school hasn't worked out for them, where, where we teach a lot of the girls to do beauty therapy and they learn how to do all that stuff. I'm not sure how, what that stuff is. But um, what, it is, what it does do is when they're, when they're finished and they're trained, it gives them a job. And as soon as they have a job and they start earning income, that's a lifeline into their world. And some of the guys, they'll, they'll do um, IT and, and things like that as well. And it all gives them jobs to go and get um, money in, in their worlds and in their families. We've got to go and visit families in, in different locations. And just, you know, through, through, through being there, you really do capture a heart for, for India. And so I want to encourage you if, you, if you feel like God's talking to you about coming to India or you've heard me whisper India in your ear a number of times, maybe it's time to come to India. I'm not sure. But um, uh, it's at the end of November. Oh, no, sorry, the beginning of November. And if you'd like to know more about it, come and talk to myself and we'll give you some details. Is that cool? Awesome, awesome. As we, as we uh, next week, or we'll have some photos as well to help illustrate what we're talking about. Um, so we've just started, Pastor Desiree last week started a series called Gifted and Graced. Uh, who was here last week? 
few people, if you didn't get it, go back online and, and, uh, and watch it there. And so I want to I continue on today. Um, I'm going to be sharing this morning and, and then even tonight. I, I really feel tonight God really wants to move in people's lives and people's situations, especially around insecurity, around areas of failure, feeling like you're, you don't have anything to offer again. I really believe tonight God's going to meet you where you're at. But this morning I want to just share and talk through the scriptures that we've been using in, out of the book of Romans and the book of 1 Corinthians. And so just before we get into that, let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives. And I thank you, Lord, for the gifts and the grace on every single person. Lord, in our, in our own insecurities and weaknesses, sometimes we feel it hard to celebrate how you've created us and made us. But Lord, I pray today that you would establish even more in our hearts just that uniqueness of who we are and the anointing of God that is on our life. And so, Lord, as we open up these passages of Scripture, I pray, Lord, you'd speak to every single individual. And, Lord, affirm who you are in us even more, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have you got your Bibles this morning? Go to Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 8. I'm using the New Living Translation. It says this, verse 6, Romans 12. In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach them well. If, you are, if your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If, if God has given you the leadership ability, take that responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 7, it says this, There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but in the same, but in the same God who does the work in all of us. But it's the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. I want to just... I mean, there's so many things I love about gifted and grace. And I, and I, had, and I was like, well, let's, let's, we can preach this, or we can preach that, or we can do this or do that. And, but I, I, I can't, there's a, one line in Romans chapter 6 that I, I just feel like we've just got to unpack just a little bit this morning to establish that foundation of who, of who God is and who, who He is in our life. It says this in verse 6 of Romans Chapter 12, it says, In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. Sometimes we, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes when you read Scripture, for me and, and, and how I read, I read quickly because of a nervousness. I read quickly because I just want to get reading over and done with because I'm dyslexic and I hate it. I don't enjoy it. I'd rather listen to it. And, and we can read through Scripture really, really quickly, and, and sometimes we can miss slowing down and, 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 and uh, like thinking about it in our world. Maybe you are one of, a, a, a reader that can comprehend something really quickly and easy, and, and you, you know, the Lord talks to you quickly, but, 
for me, sometimes I've just got to slow things down. And, and just the first three words of verse 6 says, in His grace. In His grace. In whose grace? In His grace. So in God's grace, He has given us different gifts. In God's grace, He's in, in His grace. So it's not, it's not just like you're, you know, you, sometimes you can work at Caltex around the corner and you can put the uniform on and you feel like you're part of Caltex because you're wearing the uniform. Maybe hopefully you've been trained how to do what you need to do. But no, as, as a believer and, 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 and the gifted and graced and how God has anointed, you know, it's in Him. You might say, well, maybe this is simple stuff this morning, but sometimes we... We think that it's a maybe it's a, it's a God far off. It's not a near God. It's a it's a concept of religion. It's a it's a concept of church. It's like okay, we I go to Equipers Church, and, and and this is how we do things and stuff like that. And we be part of something. No, when it comes to our gifting and grace, it's in His grace. It's in God's grace. So the first thing you've got to understand is actually that God has graced you. Not an idea, not a religion, not a church name, not a, a role or not, not, not anything like that. It's God who's graced you. It's the power, it's the creator of the world has graced you in His grace. Just think, I don't know about it, like being, being part of something. When you're proud of being part of something. Come on, all you South Africans this morning. You're proud of being part of that country right now because all, you, all your sports team did real good. And, and are you proud of being graced in Jesus this morning? The same power that rose Christ from the grave lives in us. He's anointed you and He's graced you. He's graced you. He's anointed you. And sometimes I think, man, that's an amazing thing that God is the one that has graced me. God is the one that's graced you. Guess what? You're good at some things. Not everything, because otherwise we wouldn't need each other. But we are, you're pretty good at some things. I'm not going to take a, a few hands up or I'm not going to ask you to shout out what you're good at. But you are. You're amazing at some things. Yes, you are. It's very quiet in this. He likes, well, at least say thank you, Pastor Will, you know. But you didn't. Who enjoyed the worship this morning? They're good at it, eh? Praise the Lord. Who's glad I wasn't worshiping, worship leading this morning? It's all right. I'm good at building houses. Any of you build houses? Okay, Sam Beamish, yes, you can. Other people, you know. I don't, I don't, I'm glad that our worship team was anointed in God this morning. I, I'm, I'm glad that they, that, they, that they are outworking the gifts and the grace that are on their lives. I know there's many other worshipers in the room. And whatever, you don't have to be on the stage to be a worship lead, worshiper. But you're graced and you're gifted in God this morning. Can you believe that? It's in Him today. In Ephesians 
chapter 1, I want to remind you of the awesomeness or the greatness of God. And in, in Ephesians chapter 1, and in fact, if you want to grow closer and know the call of God on your life and how to live life, just read the whole book of Ephesians. And, and just really let it meditate on you. It takes you through the um, God's plan of salvation. It takes you through the access of what we have in heaven. It takes you through spiritual warfare. Uh, it's an amazing book. But in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1, it says this. This is a letter from Paul chosen by the will of God to be an apostle. Paul knows he's, a great, he's anointed. Paul knows that in God, he's anointed, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. I'm writing to God's holy people in Ephesus who are faithful followers of Christ Jesus. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. May he give you grace and peace. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault. If we're talking about being graced and gifted, God's given us grace. He's given us giftings. We've got to understand what we're graced by. Who we're graced by. This is, I, I find it amazing as I keep living my life, God's grace on my life. There's areas like, oh, I'm rubbish at. And I've got, I could write a list. And, and now all of our insecurities, we could probably write a real long list. But if I asked you to write a list of what the things that you're amazing about, a lot of us would struggle to write down five, ten things. Why? Because of insecurity, a lot, a, lot, a lot of fear. But I want to tell you this morning, you're graced and you're gifted in God. In, the, in every spiritual blessing in heavenly realm, we have access to Him. The Bible says in John 15, if we abide in Christ, He abides in us. There's like a, a lifeline connection. Uh, and, and I want to encourage you this morning to just... Open up your heart and go, man, how good are you, God, that I am in you this morning, that it's in His grace that He's graced and gifted us today. He's in, we're in Him. goes on and it says, For God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. I like that little word, us. Anyone like the word us? I like the word us. All the extroverts like the word us. All the introverts, not so much, maybe. But I like the word us. Why? Because we need us. Sorry if my grammar's not correct this morning. But we need us. We need the different gifts. We, we need every, every single one of us. We need different gifts. Even, even in our, in, if we took a small part of our life, which is this morning, couple of hours on a Sunday. Maybe you might come at night as well. So add it up to about six hours on a Sunday. If we took a small moment on Sunday to, to come to the temple courts, as it says in Acts chapter 2, to worship God and to, and to exalt Him and to encourage one another and to pray with one another and to believe for one another. Check out all the gifts in the room. Here's the thing is a lot of them are sitting there unwrapped. A lot of them are sitting there dormant. 
Now, I'm not trying to be rude or forceful this morning, but I'm like, man, I can look out of this room and I can see gifts. And I can see gifts. And as a church, oh, this is not a plug to serve in church, but man, we need people's gifts. Worshipping. Like, I'm so glad. I'm, I'm so glad we've got amazing people out in kids' church right now, serving and teaching our kids how to worship, how to pray, how to read the Bible. That's a great gift. There's nothing more, it's not like we highlight that above others, but, you know, I, I thank God for, I'll, I'll say it, I'm proud, my son running around with an umbrella this morning, out in the rain, you know, smiling at everyone, hi, welcome to church, great to have you here, and all that, like that that's a gift, uh, you know, other people, coffee team, that's a gift, oh, they see a little bit more hallelujahs for coffee, that's no, a I don't know how many years Chris has been turning up, like 8 o'clock, making coffee. It's a gift. Other people opening doors, people coming in saying hi. We're hosting, hosting team. Isn't it great that one of their gifts is called smiley? Because it says if your gift is to encourage people, encourage them nicely. If your gift is to showing kindness, do it to others gladly. I've shared this before. Nothing like having a person on the hosting team. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to church. That's not a gift. There's no grace there. But we're needed. Everyone's needed to keep church going because today could just be someone's day where they, they need this environment. They need the presence of God and, and we can pray and we can love and we can say, hey, welcome. Be part of the church. Is there anything that we can do to serve you? Is there anything we can do to point you to the love and the grace of Jesus Christ? Because that's a gift. You know, not even just in church, but going into living your life through the rest of your week. Your gift and graced to go into your community. You're gifted and graced maybe to go into your school. Maybe you're a teacher. You're gifted. You're graced. doesn't matter what you are, wherever, whatever you're doing, you're gifted and you're graced. And it's in God that you're gifted. See, when it comes to the grace and gifts on our life, this is where Ephesians 3, 19 to 21, I think has to stir up in our hearts just a little bit. And it says this, May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. Just remember that, that the power that comes from God now, all glory to God who is able through, the, through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to Him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Through His mighty power at work within us. You know, one of the things I've been doing this year is I've, I've, I've wanted to just hang out with uh, my, well, I like hanging out with all of my family, but uh, one of the things that Jacob asked me to do, would, would I be part of um, helping out with rugby? And so I became uh, his team manage, uh, team's manager. And um, praise God, we've got a second manager who actually does the communication and uh, all that stuff. But I, make, I, I just take the bag along and make sure all the balls are clean and water bottles are full and fill in the score sheet and all that sort of stuff. But 
during this time, I've been able to build some relationships with the coaches, and, and none, of, none of them come to church, none of them know Jesus and all that, and we've got this little WhatsApp group with all the coaches just doing a little bit of communication, and, you know, and one of them was saying, oh man, I'm not going to be able to be there again because I've still got the flu. I'm like, okay, so how do I reply that? I'm like, okay, cool, no problem. Or, sweet man, hey, I'm praying for you. Hopefully you're feeling better soon. And I'm like, naturally, I just whipped it out into the, into the text group and sent it out. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. you know, like, oh, because that's, that's just part of who, who I am. It's part of who you are, I pray, like we wouldn't act anything different to a, a WhatsApp group to versus a, a Christian group to a, another group or a family group or something like that. A, a couple of weeks ago, I've, I've got a sister-in-law, no, sister, I don't even know what she is. Um, she's married to my half, my oldest half-brother. I have a hardly anything to do with them apart from reading their communication on Facebook. One of the things that she wrote up, and I'm not sure if I've said this here, but she wrote in about a health problem, major health problems going on. She had a stroke, she had, uh, no, a heart attack, had stents put in, everything. And so she just posted something on Facebook going, oh man, just don't know what to do. Life sucks, all that. Maybe it's a little bit more colorful than that. Um, and all that. And so I just like messaged, private messaged her, and I just said, hey, um, we'll hear long distance. Somehow I'm connected, related to you. But I said, look, I, I don't want to come across as a religious freak or a nut or anything like that, but I just want you to know I'm praying for you. Just want you to know I'm praying for you. And she messages back, oh, man, no, I don't think you're a religious nut. Um, thank you so much. Now, now, sometimes we think that it's gotta, we've got we've to go and find the person and lay hands on them. Pray in, or pray or spray in tongues over them, I'm not sure. And, and like lay all that sort of stuff. But man, just that word of encouragement or even just someone knowing that, that someone's praying for them, someone's in the grace of God and someone's got a connection with God and they're praying for them. That's how we walk in grace, in God's grace. See, for me, I, I, I mean, my motivational gift is serving. I love serving. Serving, I just love it. I love serving. I would, I'm happy to serve. But Pastor Bruce asked Desiree and I, they're like, hey, would you lead the church? Do you know we're leading this church from a serving base, not from a leadership base? We serve this church, we lead this church because we're serving. Is this what I wanted to do? No. Do I love and enjoy what I'm doing? Yes. But well, this was never anything that I wanted to do, but I'm in God's grace. We step into his slipstream. You know, I, and some of you may know that when I did my apprenticeship, it was pretty hard. Got given grief every day for being a Christian. But a few years later, after finishing up my apprenticeship, we went over to the UK. And, and my boss, who, who I did my apprenticeship with, who it was pretty tricky, he got cancer and he, he reached out to someone who knew me and said, can you please make sure Will knows I have cancer? Why? Because we live in God's grace. Live in God's grace. I want to encourage you. You live in God's grace. 
You follow a believer of Christ, come on, it's in His grace. You, you can, man, you know, you sit back and you think, man, that's awesome. Because it's through His mighty power at work within you. It's not just, don't, so don't just sit there and go, okay, cool. I, I, one of the things I, I, I don't want to be when I die is the best, one, or like having, having a secret of my love for Jesus. Uh, and, and, and as I'm getting a little bit older, I said this to someone the other day, I don't want to wait until I'm a rude old person to be straight about Jesus. Because who knows that older people are very direct. Go around to Mary, Desiree's grandmother's place. Oh, well, I see you've been eating a little bit extra lately. I'm like, thanks, Mary. How old are you again? 96. Time to meet the Lord, isn't it? Just joking. She wants to go and meet him. She's an amazing, amazing, beautiful lady. But you know how you know how this does just straight. I don't want to be a rude Christian or a judgmental Christian or anything like that. But I want to make sure people know there's love next to them. There's, there's someone who cares for them. You know, you know, it was quite it was quite amusing because in that text message group, like I'm talking to high level rugby players or people have who have been in high level rugby. And you think, oh, brute, and all that. But no, they're just people. Just people needing to know God's grace. And so I want to encourage you this morning. See, it goes on and it says, if your gift is this, if you speak out with as much faith as God has given you, if your gift is serving others, then serve them. There's nothing like having a gift and not, not there, not, not actually using it. You know, I'd love to have a 1969 Shelby GT Mustang sitting in the garage. Anyone else? Yeah, a couple, couple of people. I don't know, whatever toy that you'd like. But the worst thing to do is just sit it, leave it sitting in the garage. You need to be out cruising around in that thing. Uh, and it's the same with our gifts and our grace. If, if, if it's to teach, then, then teach. If, if it's to be encouraging, be encouraging. I know there's many encouraging people in this room. I love the fact that so graciously I'll get off the stage on, on a Sunday and my friend Mahmood will always come up to me and lie to me and say, greatest preaching in the world. No, he's not lying. But he just encourages. You know, there's times where I've gotten off the stage and gone, man, that absolutely sucked. Because out of your own insecurity, you think you're doing it in yourself. But then God puts people around you and they... Come up and encourage you. Please, after the service this morning, you don't need to come up to me and go, that was the greatest preaching in the world. <laughs> what you need to do is realize who God's created you to be. And if he's called you to serve, serve. If he's called you to teach, teach. If he's called you to be encouraging, be encouraging. If it's to give, give generously. Here's the thing. It doesn't have to be labeled down here what God's graced you. And there's many different areas God's graced you. There's many different areas that God's called you into. But it, what he's called you into, then do it. Step into it. It's in his grace. It's us. And that third thing was to do it. Do, to do certain things well. As I shared, it doesn't have to be written down in the Bible for you to latch onto it. 
what do you like doing? What has God, has God created you? Maybe you like curling. I like any type of sport. But maybe, maybe you like creative stuff. Maybe you like art. Maybe you like painting. Whatever it is. Maybe you like conversation and talking with people. Maybe you like encouraging people. Maybe you, maybe you like praying for people. Maybe you like believing for breakthrough for people. Maybe you like pastoring. Maybe you like comforting people. Maybe that's how God's wired you. You just know that someone's going through something and you pick it up and you can, give that, you can be that person who jumps on the phone and, hey, I'm just ringing you to see how you're doing. Hey, you can get there. You'll get there. Maybe whatever it is, God has called you to do it. And, and it says certain things well. I want to encourage you, just don't, don't do certain things half done. Do certain things well, to the best of your ability in God. Yeah, I think this pastoring gig is, 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 woo, is awesome. Like, is, man, but sometimes it's tricky. Sometimes it's busy. Sometimes it's full. But we do it to the best of our ability and, 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 and we really believe this is where God's anointed us. But this is the thing where we're Desiree and I, we step back and we go, oh my goodness, amazing how God is doing this. Because it's not about us. It's just about us knowing that we're in God and we're following Him and doing things as best of our ability. We're not, we, you know, with all of us, all we can do is give it a go. All we can do is go, you know what, God? I'm going I'm to use the gifts that he's given me to further the kingdom. Many ways, many times, what's, what slows us down? Well, the devil's one of the things that slows us down. The devil even tried it on Jesus. Jesus knew what his call was. Jesus knew he was grace. Knew, he knew he was gifted. But three times we know that, Jesus, that the devil tempted Jesus. One around, um, if, you, if you are the son of God. Who likes the word if? Nothing like sowing a little bit of doubt in there, eh? Oh, that text message to my sister, half-sisters, uncles, brothers-in-law, wherever they are in Australia, going through that health problem. Should I send them a text? Should I not? Oh, well, well I mean, hey, I, I hardly communicate with them anyways. The worst-case scenario just stays the same. But what if God does move? What if God is just stepping out? Is that famous saying, perhaps God will move with Jonathan and the armor bearer and seen a battle won? But let's, let's not just sit on the gifts that God's given us. Let's step into the gifts that God's given us. I'm, I'm really trying hard this morning not to make sure we label everything. Because every single person is unique. Every single person is different. He's called you. But there's going to be times where the devil will try and tempt you. He'll try and pull you down. And worship team, if you guys can jump up and we'll, we'll finish this off. There is going to be times. Trust me, there's times. And I know I've been pretty open with, um, with my personal life this morning 
but there's been times where I've like responded in a human way. There's been times where we've walked through issues and I'm like, stuff this. Never, no one's ever else have ever gone through something like that. Eh? Ever gotten to the point where you're like, nah, I can't be bothered doing this anymore. I'm not talking about pastor. I'm just talking about like whatever situation. Maybe there's a moment where you've said, no, you know, I stuff this in a relationship. Maybe you're going, I stuff this at a workplace. I don't know. There's times where the devil will try to take you away from your inheritance. He'll try and tear you down from knowing the grace and the gifts things that's on your life. But I love how the Lord always responds when you go through a hard time. Because what it does is it strengthens who you are in Jesus. Because your only answer can only ever be found in His grace. If you're trying to find your answer, if Desiree and I ever tried to find our answer and why are we leading the church, the only thing it'll come to would be pride if it wasn't Christ. Because there's no reason why you'd want to lead a church without wanting to lead it to serve in Christ. It would just be to go, oh, building our own empire or something. Oh, I don't know, but it's never that. It always goes, comes back to it's in Christ. Whatever you go through, whatever challenge, trial, it comes back to asking you the question, where are you graced from? And it's in Christ. And Isaiah 43 says this to, to Israel. And he says, But no, now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. Once again, in God. In God. God's created you. He's created you. O Israel, the one who formed you says, God formed you. This is exciting. Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. First thing to go back to whenever fear gets in, disappointment gets in, hurt gets in, disillusionment gets in, go straight back to the first thing is the ransom of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has ransomed us. He gave up His life for you and for me, my sin, your sin. He's ransomed us. Out of that, we know we're in God and we serve and we're graced and gifted for that. He says, I have called you by name. You are mine. This is the words of the Lord speaking prophetically through Isaiah. And He's called you by name this morning. He's even saying, hey, child, you're mine. He knows what you've been going through. Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through the deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through the rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. What amazing personal words. Because we're graced and we're gifted in God this morning. And in 
God, we're graced and gifted through salvation in Jesus Christ. But I, I like what the rest of it says because there is times where there's going to be ch- challenges. There is times where the devil is going to try and pull you away or distract you away. Uh, and, and, and there's going to be times where you're going to feel like you're out of your depth. But every single time he answers, I will be with you. In, in Matthew 28, 18, Jesus says to his disciples, he says, go into all the world. Baptize Zen people in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to follow my ways and know this. I will be with you. You know, to, to truly step into the gifts and the grace of living a life fully every day with Him is simply every day knowing you're in God. You're graced in Him. Because here's the thing, there's still going to be more disappointment after today. There's still going to be more trials, more challenges. That's why I've said, read the whole book of Ephesians. God teaches you to, how, how to deal with life. still going to be stuff. But He says, I will be with you. Hallelujah. Why don't we stand as we finish this morning? Honestly, love what what Desiree and I love what we're doing because we're servers and we're encouragers. But there's times where you go through deep waters, but you know that God's with you. There's going to be times where you walk through the valley; He'll be with you. But you're graced and gifted in Christ. You're graced and gifted in Him. You have access to every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. But as it said in Isaiah 43, that it's based in our salvation and in the redemption of Jesus Christ. You know, if you're here this morning and you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, you might be saying, well, why do I need to do that? The Bible tells us that everyone's fallen short of the glory of God, what that simply means is everyone's missed the mark. The Bible describes it as it's called sin. Sin separates us from God. Nothing can separate us from the love of God, but sin separates us from the presence of God. And this morning, God loved us so much that He sent His Son Jesus to pay the penalty of that sin. And that was Jesus dying on the cross the Bible says, by His body, we've been set free. By His blood, we have been made right. He paid the price for my sin, your sin on the cross. and He's your Redeemer. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.